0: Live.
1: <laughs> Hi, with Sol and Luna reporting from the Welcome. Chillonas Pero KQRV. <laughs> the Chillonas Pero Badass studio. This is Sol. And this is Luna. And we are Chillonas Pero Badass. My
0: mom does this thing where she will knock twice and then just walk in. But she doesn't wait for me to say, hey, like, okay, you come in or give me a second. No, she she thinks that that's like the okay, like, all right, I knocked twice. Like, I'm going to come in. (laughs) And it used to be that she'd even knock. You just open the door, and then like she'd just be like finding me half naked, half a chichi out, right? And she's just like, (laughs) okay. And I'm like, like I'm changing. And her thing is like, I get the end. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) I'm changing. Back up.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, yours (laughs) knocks. Mine does not knock at all. (laughs) <laughs> At all. She she literally will open the door and like poke her head through and she be like, What are you doing? Mid You're like and, yes. Yeah, and even like mid-shower, okay, she'll walk in and we have glass doors on the shower, so
0: be
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, hey girl, I just gotta be real quick. God is watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story for you. Are you ready to hear this? Aver? This, this passes, surpasses the reasons of why we need boundaries (laughs) with our freaking moms. Okay. (laughs) So, so this is back before we lived in this house. We lived with my aunt still. And this was before I was on um, birth control. So please don't judge me for this. I know it's bad. I know it's so bad for (laughs) women's reproductive health, but I was taking plan B's, right? And so um, I thought it was cute to clean out my car and like, Throw all this freaking trash away. Cute. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I thought it, I was gonna be cute and take out all of my trash out of my car, and I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna be so productive." But I don't know. Okay, mujer, I fucking fill the back seats of my car up with trash. Okay, that's just it. It's and bound so, to happen. You can't yeah, avoid that. Like, There's no way. The water. Tirar the water the back, yeah? <laughs> I'm done with that. Throw it to that. Starbucks cup empty. Up us. <laughs> I'll throw it away later. <laughs> Literally. And so I had a whole bunch of trash. I ended up taking like two trash bags out. So along with that trash, I threw away the plan B packaging. And mind you, I think I was doing this like without being on birth control for like six months. So I had all these fucking plan B boxes that I threw away. It was about maybe 10 or 12, maybe even more. <laughs>
0: No judgment.
1: Yeah, no. Please don't. I know it's <laughs> bad. Okay, I know it's bad. Um, so I threw it away in my aunt's trash. Thought nothing of it. Thought nothing of it. And I was like, okay. And the thing is that, okay, I didn't just throw it away like in a trash bag. No, I had it in un sobre adentro de una bolsa adentro de otra bolsa, like in <laughs> the bag. escondido, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh huh. And then. Like a couple of days later, my mom's pissed at me and she's not talking to me, okay? And my aunt's kind of looking at me sideways. My what? uncle's looking at me sideways. And my cousin's like, my my girl cousin, she's like, they're mad at you because they found Plan B's in Stop. the trash can. And she's like, they asked me if they were mine. And I said, no. She's like, so they know that it's yours. And I was like, eso me pasa por pendeja. I should have just threw it away at a gas station isn't that terrible they really went through the f- i was appalled at the fact that they went through my fucking trash it's really crappy
0: that like growing up i had to do that too like if i even if i had Schnitzel, and i'm just like i can't my family find out like my mom finds out, i'm gonna get in trouble so i like would throw it away before i got to my mom what the hell so I totally understand you thinking, why the hell did I throw it away here and not somewhere yeah. else?
1: Well, oh I my god! Like, they really, girl, but like so, your aunt's house, right? Yes. So, but for them to find it, that means that they were going through the trash. They dug. They were. Yes. I think
0: they were probably expecting to find what condoms.
1: Yeah, they were looking for something. That's and,
0: rude too, though.
1: Yeah, it looks like an invasion of privacy. It looks like reading your diary. Never had Can a diary. Sup- Can't you sue for that? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And the thing is, okay, like, I was 23. And so... Still. Yes. No, like, I was 23. Like, I'm to the point where, okay, yes, I still live under my mom's roof. But at the same time, I should also be able to... Luna's got some urges that Mm -hmm. need to be met. Right. Okay. This is my prime. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... We... Sit down and have a conversation. And she's like, Are they yours? And I was like, Wait, who? Your aunt or your mom? mom? My aunt and I. We sat down and they were like, Well, are they yours? And I was like, Oh, they had a family
0: meeting with you.
1: Yeah, they really did they literally ripped me a whole new one and they were like well why are you taking this like you shouldn't even be taking this this is not for you this is not like what what I'm sacrificing myself for my mom along those lines (laughs) yes (laughs) mind you mind you mind you 23 but paying my own fucking bills putting myself through school like and you taking care of yourself. Yes. Yes. Literally. And so I, I knew I wasn't going to get my point across. So it's just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not even going to say anything anymore. Mejor me quedo callada. No le peleo. Whatever. Girl, when I tell you, my mom did not talk to me for a year and a half. She did not talk to me for a year and a half. No, I'm serious. And to my partner, she had already knew him. We we've been together since we were really young. So my mom has known who I've been dating and girl, she stopped talking to my partner that whole year and a half too. she stopped talking to him. And he like, I mean, I felt so bad because I couldn't even like at that point I was my sister was still young. So when my my boyfriend and I would hang out, it would be like, well, she had to be with my sister and so we lived in a really enclosed space mm-hmm. and but when my mom would come home and he'd be there like girl she would just walk right past him would say hi so rude. yeah
0: okay so do you think it's because I mean is there more to it you now think that is the reason why your mom was so upset for like for her not to talk to you for a year and a half like she obviously told you Why, you know, look, she Mm -hmm. gave you a whole lecture. Mm -hmm. But I mean, now that you look back on it, is that really, was that really why, like, lo que te dijo? Or was there more to it?
1: I just think it was the fact that she was, like, having to almost, like, accept that I was sexually active. Yo creo eso, eso era lo que le, lo que le encobronó más. And then, like, for my aunt to find out and make it a bigger deal than it was. The thing is that my aunt has always been a little bit more understanding in that sense. She's always kind of, like, pushed for to be able to have the talk because she, I, when I sat down and had this conversation, my aunt was more along the lines of, like, safe sex. My mom was more along the lines of pissed. (laughs) And so I do think it was, it was because I was being sexually active and she didn't know how to handle that. She didn't know how to talk about it. And so the first emotion, the hardest emotion, the biggest emotion, she was just mad.
0: Plus with your aunt and the family finding out. So either she needed to act on it Mm -hmm. for herself, like for her to look good, right? See, no, it's like if she doesn't and she kind of just like avoids it. Then it looks worse on her, so it's like she had to almost like she was in this really tight position for her for her to like decide right which way yeah. am I going with this? How do I handle this? Especially if it was because it probably could have gone differently if like your aunt didn't know and your family didn't, and you know. But see, your here's your the mom, th- right. Yeah,
1: but here's the thing: the reaction for me was that to stop talking to me for my younger for siblings. for so long. Yeah, but for for my younger siblings, it wasn't like that. It was like, oh, okay. And moving along. Como que si nada pasó. Mm-hmm. So the the conversation continued. Yeah, she, you know, she continued to talk to her like nothing. And that was, ese era uno de mis corajes. Because I'm like, you stopped talking to me for a whole year and a half. We lived in the same fucking house.
0: <laughs> I can't. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Instead of keeping, like, real boundaries, it just, uh, that's just a reaction off emotions. Like, what do you, like... With my mom, like, having boundaries with her, it's so hard. I'm listening to what you're saying, and I think about my mom and how it's so hard for her to... Well, at least when I lived with her, it was really difficult for her to give me privacy. It's almost as if she thought, well, what do you need it for? Like, what, what do you need to do in private? why do you need to have the door closed
1: oh yeah why do you?
0: Mm-hmm. and it wasn't even for being specifically doing something bad it was just having my own space but even then like I really didn't have my own space because everything in my drawers was like often dug through mm-hmm. whether it was like pockets or bags or backpacks or drawers i couldn't hide anything no matter what because i knew she went through it all so it's almost like what is she looking for and what am i doing wrong that she needs to be looking for something almost like you're living like a prisoner yeah a prisoner who didn't do anything i am not (laughs) guilty sir i am innocent (laughs) i am innocent until Until proven guilty
1: until she finds something
0: (laughs) i am my own lawyer okay you know send that (laughs) (laughs) but seriously it's it it just i try to understand i mean what i don't know anything i don't have kids i mean that's the most common thing right it's hard to say but but seeing it from a child perspective and trying to put myself in my mother's shoes i just it's hard it's hard to like at least the way my mom thinks it's okay what is she looking for Drugs, I didn't know what drugs were <laughs> yeah. till like fourth grade. Oh wow! Fourth, wow. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because no one had these conversations with me. Yeah. And then at school, like it wasn't even like I think their fear was if they told you what they were that you were gonna go. off. you were
1: be gonna like, be curious and go and try it. Right. <laughs>
0: like, but it's like I didn't know what they were. I I didn't know like what they were until my neighbors came over and they're like oh yeah you know something something drugs and i'm like what's that and they both looked at me all crazy you don't know what drugs are and they like acted out a scene and everything where they're like pretending to be a stranger trying to give a kid uh drugs and they're like no
1: drugs are bad and i'm like okay cool i know what that means now (laughs) thanks (laughs) wait but what are the drugs right I don't because know but I know they were bad <laughs> they were
0: bad they were bad and I was like I'm avoiding that shit
1: <laughs> marijuana is not a drug <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well now it is <laughs> <laughs> but see because it was so like it's so uh almost like um it's so like dumbed down to a sense where they're like drugs are this but in reality do we know do we know what drugs are no (laughs) are we
0: aware of what drugs we're talking about here like what exactly which one (laughs) what about them
1: (laughs) it's funny that you bring that up though about like why you think privacy was so difficult for for your mom and to be honest with you i think the same i think that For me, what I think for my mom specifically was so difficult was the fact that she was trying to find ways to know more about my life and know more about me growing up. But instead of asking or having conversations with me, it was easier for her to just pry through my things or to look through folders um to look through my backpack um, but
0: what was she looking like what what do you think she was looking to find out though like, i don't think digging your things like i don't think not that they was, were bad yeah I think it's more just what you said right because i'm with you there i didn't have conversations with her either and it wasn't like i was telling her about the you know the conversation with my friends at school or, you know, what games we were playing or I have a crush on so-and-so. <laughs> yeah. And he gave me a uh, a sharpener and I got yelled at for it. So I can't talk about that no more. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like, I wonder what in their mind they have that they're like I gotta look and I gotta find something to know it's almost like okay what are you gonna look for that it's gonna tell you what conversations I'm having what boys I'm talking to like it, you know what I mean yeah like, I just feel it's like it was easier
1: to do that than to for them well but look how bad that turned yeah. out <laughs> well, <laughs> right of course right like, yeah. we know that now <laughs> now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and do they know how to have conversations with this now no no they don't <laughs> hard it's hard because you know what's so funny is like there are some times where you just need a good cry I don't know about you but sometimes you just need a good cry right and so usually when I do that I'll be in my car on my way home when I used to work I used to get so frustrated like with school and things like that so I just come home and just freaking my eyes would be like so red my nose is red like leaking yeah like chiona all over right and my mom would be like, what's wrong with you? Que tienes? Like so dramatic. And I'd be like, nothing. It, and I would say nothing because either one, rather- I didn't, didn't want to talk mm-hmm. about it or two, you're not going to understand. So I'm not going to Rather just bother. avoid it all. Yeah. And so I'd be like, nothing. And she literally would pry and pry and pry. And like her favorite thing to say to kind of guilt trip me into telling her is like, but I'm your mother. And literally I'm like, so what? like so what if you're my mom? And so mm-hmm. that begs the question of like why is it, why is it such a big issue to keep things to yourself? Because in reality, you know, I'm sure for me, for example, i I want to sometimes keep things to myself. I kind of want to sit and digest with things and like, you know, think about why why I feel a certain way towards them or or why I reacted the way that I reacted so I like to process my own emotions or my own thoughts Mm -hmm. to myself. And I don't need others' opinions sometimes about what I'm feeling or why I'm feeling it. And so not talking about it and sitting with it. Is okay with me. And for her, it's not because for her, it's like, Oh my God. Like, And a lot of the times she'll like be like, Oh, you're crying because of your dad. And then it'll go like into like this whole thing about my dad. And I'm like, no, like, that's not why I'm upset because I have a paper due that I didn't get done on time, you know? Right. No, just, it's just, it's so difficult. It's like it's like this big issue as to why things are private.
0: You know what I think about is how I had moments like that, what you're talking about with assignments and school and homework and all that. How I would have something do or, you know, I had homework to do, but then I felt I had to prioritize doing the chores my mom asked me to do then doing my homework, like, because I was afraid of getting in trouble or or whatever, you know, you mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Yeah. But I always did that. I ended up doing the things that I was asked to do first and then my homework. And I was just, I would have even finish my homework mm-hmm. or it was, it was half-assed, right? Compared to, because it's already like one in the morning, two in the morning yeah. and I'm trying to do my homework all because like and I'm easily distracted, just mind you. (laughs) So it's already hard just to get, keep focus on my homework. But the fact that I had to get those chores done first is mind blowing now, because now as an adult in college, Mm -hmm. I learned that I am easily distracted, but I know what environment I need to be in Mm -hmm. to help focus. And, and I realized that when I was being at home, even like, you know, during my college years, being at home, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do laundry while I did homework. I might as well cook something for now and for later. Mm -hmm. What's that? I easily distracted myself with these things, or at least to get myself in the mode again, took so much more than I believe a normal person (laughs) (laughs) doesn't need to do those things. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I have to have things a certain way on my desk. It's like this OCD that kicks in in my brain where it's like, okay, well, it's messy. You can't work in in clutter. You got to fix this, you know, so you could work better, for example. Mm -hmm. But I think about that with how my mom would tell me I gotta get this done like I didn't even feel like I was able to tell her like I can't do that right now yeah I work to do and that's
1: and that's like why I feel like boundaries are so important especially within um the Latin American household because I know like for we share a lot of similar stories we don't know like if for everybody it's like that but specifically for us that's why boundaries are so important because they create that line for you to protect yourself, your energy, your needs first versus having to take care of everybody else. And I think that's why boundaries are so hard because we're so used to taking care of everybody else and taking care of ourselves last. And you know, it's true Mm -hmm. because
0: from when I was a kid, having to say, having to shake a family member's hand or Mm -hmm. give them a hug, like era falta de respeto if I didn't. And if I didn't, like, se veía mal. So then my dad would be like, oh, you better um say hello. Like, saluda, abrázalos, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that with this person. You're right. And, um, and it starts as a child. So then you continuously grow. And having that in your mind already that, like, well, I have to because they told me to. It doesn't matter what I feel. If I don't feel good about it, I still have to do it. And also, you know, with those feelings, it's, filling out paperwork for them yeah documents checks right yeah. filling them out for them and it's like if you don't do them they can't do it so you need to do it for them yeah and things like that right that you already feel like well i have to do these things like i can't say no mm-hmm. so como dices tu i grow up believing already that i'm have i have to help everyone else i have to do what i can to be there for everybody else and and meet their needs Mm -hmm. before even getting to mine and because I wasn't getting to mine and I'm putting everybody else's first I was neglecting my feelings and along with like my thoughts and my opinions I just already dismissing them even before anyone else did or because everyone else did I did it just a hundred percent more
1: yeah and see that's the thing with boundaries they're not only um like boundaries for just like saying no it's also like boundaries for your emotional well-being your physical well-being and like you said it's something so that you don't have to feel uncomfortable how have you been able to set
0: boundaries now that you know what is and isn't okay have you been able to is it still a work in progress like I'm curious coming from your end it's funny
1: because it's still a work in progress, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> it's funny though, because sometimes setting those boundaries can make me feel like a shitty person because sometimes I'll be like, well, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it right now. I can't do it right now. I can do it tomorrow at this time. And it's like, well, why can't you do it now? Like, for example, her checks, uh, to write her checks, because my mom's old school, y'all. She still likes me to write checks for her. And so she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I can't right now. I can tomorrow in the morning or I can do it in the morning before I go to work. I'll and schedule like, you in. Yes. But it's like <laughs> that doesn't work for her. And so I'm like, what's the difference between right now and tomorrow morning? It's 10 o'clock at night right now mm-hmm. and tomorrow morning before you're going to drop them off tomorrow either way. So like, what's right. the difference? And so. She's just like, that's fine. Nobody does anything for me. <laughs> sometimes it'll be that. And then other times it'll be like, okay. But the thing is that she's me acostumbrado so much of like her guilt tripping me into doing things.
0: And to avoid conflict. Yeah. Just
1: I, I'll just do it. You came but, into it. Mm-hmm. But now I realize that sometimes it's okay to say no. Well, mm-hmm. Whenever you're uncomfortable, it's okay to say no. And whenever you don't want to do something, people shouldn't have to force you to do it. And it's okay to say no. So when I do say no, I feel bad. And then I'll like I get, sometimes I can't sleep and I'll end up like getting out of bed and doing it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> how often do you say no? Pretty often. <laughs>
0: oh really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Often,
1: pretty often. And so I feel like it's trial and error, right? Because sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't work. And it's it's difficult it's difficult because of the aspect of me feeling guilty for saying no or for or for setting that boundary because it'll be it it literally will be like I need you to do this and it's not even can you hey do you have time or is it okay with you if no it's it's not even a question it's a demand and that Mm -hmm. that that gets me going (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like no like what the fuck like where's the where is the question where is the nice police i am not your your uh cha-cha to be doing these things for you
0: i visit my mom and you know i'm happy to see her and i'm like looking at my brother and sister like hey like enjoy my mom's cooking because we're not not? (laughs) exactly i just i can't with this woman is that i come to visit and what does she do <laughs> i'm like all right girl i got you let me read it real quick i mean yeah Le, i explain, you know okay <laughs> yeah. well this is telling you oh, okay good okay and, <laughs> right and i'm like i don't even know what to say but i'm going southeast like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back home, girl. We're <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Sorry, there. <laughs> <already> very... <laughs> just throw in location. The North Pole. But like, shit, like no matter what, I you can go, go pay for this, please.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And I'm just like, I came to visit. I didn't come to do your your duties, lady. But that's just <laughs> it. It's because of the fact that I've always been... The, the person go-to. to help her uh-huh and i'm looking at her like you have some you have two grown ass adults mm-hmm. who are very capable
1: very capable anything.
0: and it's gotten to the point now that even like with my husband he goes and he's just like no don't do anything no like you're not going to do anything <laughs> she has she can do it or she has two other children that can help her do it that are there
1: all the time <laughs> say it with me no no and
0: I'm just like no and I like, nod my head yes but that's a problem that I have that I yo por ayudar and I'm like okay well I'm need I'm needed so I need to help her but then sometimes because I'm like girl like I just got here hug me <laughs> <laughs> love me let me sleep first down ask me how I'm doing ask (laughs) me if I need something done
1: (laughs) you want to pay my bill (laughs) you know what's funny is that that's what I was gonna ask you It's like now that you're married and you're far away from your mom because you do live a couple hours away from your mom has it been Difficult to create, um, yes, yes, no, I'm just <laughs> yes, it has, yes, but it has. Finished. Um, has it been difficult to create those boundaries with your mom and like what does that look like for you? It's still a work in progress, <laughs> it's always a work in progress. <laughs> con <latinas>. It's construction.
0: <laughs> cerrado <laughs> what do I need? Adios. ¿Qué pasa, el desgraciado? No, but for a For <laughs> I'm scared of my mom. and no, I'm just kidding. No, period. Period,
1: though. I'm scared of my mom. Both her moms it's... are really small. And small people hold <laughs> a lot of anger, y'all. They turned
0: the Hulk. They're spicy enchiladas. For sure. No, like, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) But with her, it's still hard to. How do I put this? Even when I moved out in the beginning years ago, I realized that we don't really talk because even as I live far away, like, conversations over the phone didn't really happen. I wouldn't really call her to talk. Like if anything, I would call her to let her know I'm coming to visit this weekend. It was just to give her a heads up that I was coming by or, you know, just small talk. There was never, and even throughout my time in in, in college, And I kept track of this after a while that she would never ask me how I was doing, how school was doing, how my classes were going. It was always calling me to vent about my brother, calling to vent about my sister to tell me, you know, give me all her complaints and (laughs) what's stressing her out in life. Right. And she, it's, I feel like she was like reading it off one by one. All right. (laughs) And then she's done and she's like, all right, well, good talk, girl. Talk to you in three more weeks. (laughs) And then that was it. it. And then I would sit there and now I'm like, I just grabbed all that load and I'm like, I thought I moved out from all this, but I realized that it was heavy to talk to her. So I, I had to give myself the space too, and to mentally prepare myself for when I did see her or when I did talk to her, because I love my mother, but it's very hard to avoid absorbing what she's carrying because yeah. I hate that she's going through what she's going through. Yeah. I hate that she's feeling what she's feeling, but I have to. Think about myself, I have to be a little more selfish. It's really hard because I've never been selfish throughout my life. But now that I'm like, I have to take care of myself because if I continuously fall in that pa- pattern of just taking everything in that she's carrying, I'm not going to get anywhere healthy wise. I'm not going to get anywhere positive, continuously following those patterns. And after giving myself the opportunity to have space, mm-hmm from her i felt more at peace because of the fact that there were no boundaries when i lived at home that whenever she wanted she came to my room i shared a room with one of my siblings or you know or if family came to visit automatically like they were sleeping our room or whatever or my brother's room for example (laughs) like it was something that happened with all my siblings but it was constantly being stepped in on like where i think i'm creating a safe space for myself but here comes other people coming through and then it's no longer mine anymore and because of that i also wouldn't give myself a chance to kind of like recover reboot because yeah. every time i was trying to here comes something else or you know here comes a mom with this or with that or whatever the case may be and i wouldn't have the opportunity to like reboot and after moving out I i've been able to because i'm not constantly surrounded by you know other people's issues, at least my family's issues, mm-hmm. because sin querer, like, I care about them so much that I'm going to want to step in and help them. I'm going to yeah. want to step in and, and protect them and, and carry help their, them. And huh. Yeah right you know like it's like numerous times i've had to defend my mom at the the hospital with nurses with yeah you know my siblings being the oldest too like i constantly so it's because it's so automatic that i it's almost sometimes i'm kind of afraid to go and visit because of that because it's like i'm over here feeling high and mighty because i finally have that time and space to be able to feel myself and, and just be me and think about me right but the moment i step in my mom's house I'm already like oh I need to help them with that or you know I'm scared I'll fall back into it and it's 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 like I said it's a work in progress for lo mismo
1: yeah you know what's funny is that I'm glad that we're having this conversation because I've seen it trending a lot on the famous tiktok that the first um tiktok child yeah the first child is always the child that carries the most baggage of their family
0: tell me why every time I see those videos and I'm like why you coming why you coming for me (laughs) I feel attacked I always say that I'm feeling a little attacked right now and I'm done
1: yeah and like a lot of them, it's sad because a lot of the videos, um, it's like a sound that's popular. And then a lot of the people that are reacting to the sound start crying. And it's funny because it's because the oldest, they literally have had their boundaries. They've, they've never known what that is. And so when they move out and they, I would assume that when they move out and they start to live their lives they realize that you know the baggage that comes from being the oldest and like that comes from wanting to help your parents and your younger siblings it it doesn't have to be such a big burden on you and you can it's like coming to the realization of wanting to and being able to live your life and just think about your yourself for a change and it's funny because it sounds like You know, that a lot of us feel guilt for growing up.
0: It always falls back to guilt. Yeah. I guess I think about in the situations I've been in where somehow, someway, it's it's my fault and I just feel guilty. Yeah. It's it's part of the manipulation. It's part of the gaslighting. I was a, a very emotional. I still am a very emotional person. I get sentimental Chiona for life, mm-hmm. but it's the way I've dealt with things. And I mean, I, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure it's just the way like I grew up with my family, but I think because of how much I express my emotions physically, mm-hmm. crying, mm-hmm. like my facial expression. Oh my God, right? yes, Right, <laughs> huffing and puffing type of deal. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think because of that, and my mom being the opposite in a way she mm-hmm. she's not the type to just cry in a movie like out like for example under the same moon have you seen that one yeah like, oh, girl i bawled my eyes out like i'm sitting there I'm crying and <laughs> you see this little boy at the light and you see his mom <laughs> across his the mom. street at the light and <laughs> they're just waiting his it his to mom. turn green right and they're just waiting right and they're so excited to see each other no spoiler for anybody i'm so sorry but they're waiting for it, and then it turns green that they could walk across the street, right? The, the crosswalk. They cross the. Oh the my crosswalk. God! Yes. So and beautiful. then it ends. The movie ends, and I'm just like, Oh my God! It's... I'm just bawling, right? <laughs> he Chiando. did all that, and he found his mom. Like, yeah, just crying. <laughs> and then my mom's like, Yeah, it's Tolo.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And I'm looking at her like puffy red eyes, tears coming down my cheeks. And I'm looking at her like, what are you talking about? That's it. Like, they so found each
1: other. <laughs> and she's like, what's that, that Cabo? Yeah. Ma'am, sit back down. You need get to out. rewatch. Just get out. <laughs> Fuera. <laughs> you know what's funny? My mom's a complete opposite. My mom is so emotional. Really? Yes. And it's funny because. I've been so desensitized to her crying that when she cries, I get pissed. I don't cry. I get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that triggers me. Wow. Yeah. It, Interesting. it makes me mad because I'm mm-hmm. like, you cry for everything. And it's funny because Girl, my you're dad... Girl, you're that too. Yeah. That's insane. Okay, sorry. Continue. But my dad is very cold hearted. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. My dad is very much the you know no de uno. and it was Bien like macho. yeah and, and under the same moon got him though that one got oh, him did it? yeah it got him but <laughs> it got him but um it, it's crazy because he's very very like bland very just two emotions you know her face yeah And it's funny because I think about it and I'm like, with him, when he would cry and I would see him cry, girl, I would bawl. I'd be like, oh, my God, my dad is crying. (laughs) He's so sad, though. Yeah, he's he's crying.
0: And
1: and then I would see my mom crying. I'm like, oh, my God, here she goes again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are you crying, right? God, can't with you. (laughs) Yes, but now I see that man cry and I'm like, you're a piece of shit.
0: you know what's funny my dad that's where I got it from my dad is the biggest baby
1: oh okay like
0: him and I could be watching and we're both just and he's just <laughs> you know uh-huh. and like and he's just like es que me alergia los ojos. and we just that's the joke that's but, so funny. but he's a cr- total cry baby like you saw him when I got married who yeah. was oh, crying yeah. in the father means- daughter yeah. dance like my dad is a cry baby like my 15 años when we did the father daughter dance también lloró like, yo like we just cried 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 and yeah and my mom I just think it's interesting and I think okay so the reason I brought that up was because I believe and I've learned this more and more now is that my mom didn't know how to she didn't know how to deal with me I guess She didn't know how to have conversations with her super emotional sensitive child. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to figure out one way or another to do it, she avoided it because it's something she's not it's something she's not super in tuned herself that even taking that step of, let me try this with my daughter, girl. There's no (laughs) way she was (laughs) gonna touch that. She's suppressed. She was not about to go. Down that road, so I think that's the other reason why, too. ella or or you know, if I had notes, because back in the day, what did we do? We wrote notes to to your friends.
1: Back in right?
0: the good old days. Yeah, veces <laughs> los you had nicknames por lo mismo, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. You're right. That's probably it because she wanted to find out what was going on with because maybe, and, and here's the thing though, she caused it to be where she, it's your a, fault. Fuck, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but I can't say it's completely for fault because, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: et cetera, et cetera. But it is in a way, a lot, a lot has to do with the way I grew up with her and how she influenced us that. Because of the way she treated me, the way she had conversations with me, is also the reason why I grew up the way that I did. You know, going back to examples of if I didn't even do anything wrong, but I already felt like I did. Mm-hmm. So then automatically, like I'm anxious. Yeah. Right? And so it's 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 a combination of it all. But um my dad was a lot better at boundaries. He was a lot better at privacy, and it because of the fact that he's a man. Mm-hmm. But. That man to have conversations, he did not have a problem telling me that there's lesbians in the world, <laughs> that that I'm going to grow hair in down, your hall. Yeah. <laughs> down south, my breasts were going to grow. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, he was really good about knocking, not walking in. It's a seat. It's crazy to me now that I think about it that I'm like I don't
1: know. It's funny boundaries are so it's like so simple, right? And we hear this word a lot. It's very mm-hmm. popular right now. It's it's gaining momentum like this this uh idea of creating boundaries and they're so like easy to talk about, but they're so hard to create. And we have to set some boundaries with our relationships with anything it's it's good to set these boundaries in order for us to be healthy and in order for us to heal in order for us to to feel that we are validating our true self, we need to set these boundaries true yeah, and I think the important part is that like always like we talk about it you know that we're having this conversation and that we're working on it
0: you know if you think about it it's like There's these boundaries, right? But when you don't have them, there's obviously consequences to it. Like, I've met many women who get married to escape their household. They get married to escape their household because it's tradition that you, as a woman, you cannot move out just to move out. Like, you have to be married or, you know, to be able to leave your home. Porque si no, es no está bien o se mira mal. It's always going back to the que dirán. Right. Mm-hmm. And because they're so close minded to the idea that it gets like, how am I going to let you leave? You got to be married. You have to get married. I had a cousin who lied to her parents saying that she was engaged to her her boyfriend just so she could move out. But oh, they never shit. got married. They just moved in together and she couldn't stand him. <laughs> but I estaba, <laughs> and she got tatted. That was a rule too that they weren't allowed to, you know, get tattoos under their their, their parents' roof. But yeah, the common but one. <laughs> the idea of like Freedom. I'm gonna pretend to get engaged so I can move out. It gets to that extreme. Yeah, and then I have another friend like who was just tired of the shit at home that she's like, "Fuck it, I'm getting married." Para <laughs> salirme. But like, I don't blame them if that was the situation they were in and that was the only option they had. Like, of course, take it. I mean, I'm sure if I was in a situation where I, that I didn't get the opportunities I, I got, oh, for sure, I would have been like, okay, let me get out of here. Let me get married. But it's, <laughs> it's super unfortunate to to have to get to that point.
1: Yeah, and it's sad because it's so common, too. It's more common than we think.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you ask our aunts, older women in our family, I've heard it where they're like, no, pues es que ya, tenía que casarme o porque ya ya estaba si a, más andar grande. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah, or porque se si quería venir al norte, pues era de casarme mm-hmm. o, o, you know, porque se iba a allí. Rico. And just different reasons, but it was, many stories turned out to be more like because they had to, because yeah. solas, they weren't going to be able to, to move out on their own. Yeah. Do you think your mom has a hard time with privacy, giving privacy? Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> Why do you think that is, though?
1: To be honest with you, I don't know. I think that for my mom, it's like she kind of wants to know everything that's going on in her house, like down to like the the what you're going through emotionally. I think with my mom, I think because she didn't have very much privacy
0: mm-hmm. growing up, she grew up with four other sisters and she's one of the younger ones. And so, of course, They had to share rooms and and be in each other's business all the time because Mm -hmm. they were always watching over her. So I think a lot of it has to do with like living with her sisters that she didn't get very much privacy. And this woman can be a little petty sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But it's there's moments where I thought, why is my mom? Is she being jealous? Like, is that possible? Is that possible for my mom to be jealous of me, her daughter? You would think she should be happy for me.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I think that my for my mom specifically, I think that it is it's just difficult for her because she didn't re- really grow up with like effective forms of communication. So I think that her way of finding out things about us or or learning new things about us is like through prying because I am I mean, there's not a conversation in this house que no se le escapa esa señora. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah I do I do think that's why I think that that's why it's so difficult for her specifically. There was many times they were they, I
0: was being, you Uh-huh I was being taken to nice places this and that and she wouldn't get excited about it. Like I almost felt bad about it. So it got to a point where like I didn't want to share about it. I always got that vibe from her. Or I never got response of joy. It was usually responses of, Oh, well, you spent a lot of money or that's a lot of money or that's expensive. Or why would you go do that? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why I jumped to that idea or that my theory,
1: I guess. <laughs> it's almost as if like for your mom it, it puts her back in the place of like uh of living with her siblings so that was so normal to her that now she does it with you guys Mm-hmm. mentality
0: for parents that you know well that's my kid like I have to know what's going on with them or mm-hmm. they live under
1: my roof they need to do what I say Mm-hmm. they need to listen to um what I ask of them and it doesn't matter how they feel or or if they even want to do it, they're gonna yeah they're gonna do it because I say,
0: yeah, and that's what bums me out. how there was a lot of times that I came out feeling really crappy, and it's not fair, I don't think it's fair, I just believe that
1: things could have been different in so many ways, mm. Mm-hmm why healthy boundaries are needed. Because like I said, it's a trendy topic right now. Everybody's kind of talking about how to set these boundaries, but nobody's really talking about why we need them.
0: When we are putting others' needs first, we're neglecting our own. And when we're neglecting our own, it affects our mental and physical health. And I mean, like, thinking selfish. like You have to think selfish because if not, you will fall back in those same habits, like the ones I described that happened to me. It's something that I'm still dealing with myself, but it's a matter of reminding yourself that it's okay to be selfish, that setting up boundaries will come off as selfish. Yeah. And these are things that you don't feel, you know, You, I didn't feel it before until I did it that I'm like, oh my God, this feels wrong. It's going to feel wrong.
1: You're going <laughs> gonna, to gonna <laughs> feel guilty.
0: It's going to feel guilty. You're going to feel guilty. But it's just reminding yourself, having this conversation with yourself that it's okay. And it's like boundaries are hard, but they are something our parents avoided because it was hard. Mm-hmm. Let's not make that same mistake. Let's continue to be cycle breakers. Yeah for our own sake
1: at least at least right (laughs) at least (laughs) I wanted to read something to you and then uh, okay so I found this and it's there's no writer for it there's it's unknown it's anonymous Mm -hmm. but the quote is you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep others warm Mm. and with that being said continue shining your light and let your stories be heard.